Hello and welcome to Creating a Greater Perspective with me, Lara Penfold. And today I have a very special guest, a very dear friend of mine who I've known for many, many years. Um, <laughs> um, I'd like to welcome Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hello, how are you? I'm okay today. This is very exciting. How are you today? good I'm good I'm glad the rain has stopped yes I'm, I'm like in the sunshine again <laughs> yes it's very nice to uh, to definitely have a bit of sun mm. today we are going to be talking about your passions and the reason I've asked Sarah to come along to talk about and share her passions is because recently I went to see a show and starring in that show was <laughs> was our great friend Sarah Gallander and it was just for me to to know that you were up on that stage was just was just brilliant and to give those of you who don't know me too well a little bit of context Sarah and I met when we were very young. We we just discussed, I think I was about four and Sarah was about seven. And we we danced together and that's how we met. We, we went to dancing school together and we both went on to a professional dance college and studied musical theatre. And when we graduated, we've sort of gone off and we've done jobs here and there in regards to the theatre world. Sarah, you can big up your highlights in a moment <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> but for so me, <laughs> there was um, you know, there was a there was a few opportunities that that were there, but there was a point where I think, you know, that that sort of tailed off. A little bit and my life wasn't going in that direction anymore and to see you up on the stage in the theatre where we both performed together on many many occasions and just to see you thriving up there on that stage it wasn't just you know you were tinkering around and there in the background it was it was brilliant and I just absolutely loved seeing you up there so, because I know you have taken some time out from performing. So, first of all, tell us a little bit of background about your theatre life and then sort of how that sort of dropped off and you then come back into that. Okay. So, yeah, like you say, we grew up together doing dance shows and we did pantos together, lots of funny stories there. Um, we've done musicals together with Bugsy Malone. Together, oh, God, yes. Um, getting pied in the face, which was great fun. <laughs> um, yeah, we did loads of, loads of good stuff. Ballet shows and as well, like London Lewis Ballet. So we did lots of, lots of really fun stuff growing up. Then, like I say, we went off to college, went our separate ways. Um, I did that for three years in London, which was really good fun, hard work, but fun. Went off and did a few different shows. Um, did a, a tour, a, a very short tour, South Pacific. Um, had had a car accident very shortly after I left college, which was a bit of a bummer because I had whiplash and couldn't 
carry on auditioning for a while so that set me back a bit but then we got over that hurdle did a little bit of performing um did a three year summer season and minehead in Butlins, which was great as a singer-dancer. Luckily, didn't have to do duties or any of that. But then it was just getting on the stage, performing, which was obviously what I loved. So that was lovely. Um, then I did a little bit. I worked at Wembley for a bit. I worked in Dubai for a bit in a show at Beauty and the Beast. I worked in Spain for a bit as a singer and a dancer. And then, then I met my husband, John, and it all went downhill. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> I met my husband, John, and it got to the point where after all these years of sort of doing different tours, different jobs, being away from home, it, as you know, it's quite an antisocial job in the fact that you're working evenings. You, you can't really have much of a family life because you're not there in the evening. So that kind of determines the way you kind of sleep till midday, <laughs> you get up and then you go to work in the evening. Um, so for a long time that was my life and then I was touring schools as well doing theatre and education so that was another aspect and it got to the point where I wasn't really seeing much of John particularly working as a, as a stint as well as a vocalist in a holiday camp in Hailing Island which was lovely being half an hour down the road but again I would go out to work at 6.30 till midnight John would be getting in at 6.30 be like hi bye never saw each other so got to a point where we were like something's got to give you know, and one of us had to um, change, you know, change our lifestyle a bit. And, you know, it was cool, it was fine. I'd had a long time doing different shows and, you know, living the life I, I loved and performing. And I was still doing little bits here and there and joining a band. Um, so I was still doing gigs, weddings, sort of functions, that sort of thing. So I was getting my little fix in that way. Um, which was fine, just tinkering along. And, and obviously, in time, I had my girls. That we had Holly, who's 13, and we had Lottie, who's 11. And obviously, they are amazing because they're my girls. Um, and they slowly, as they, they've grown up, they've grown to love dance. They sort of started dancing at three um, or two, really. Um, and then it got to a point where I was taking Holly and Lottie, they were very tiny, tiny, and I took them to a little dance class um, with my friend, who funnily enough I worked with in Butlins and Minehead, and um, they did a few classes and really enjoyed it, and it was really fun, it was really cute, you know, all sort of scarves and feathers and all that kind of stuff. And then my friend said, I can't do it anymore, I can't, something's happened and I can't run the classes. And I suddenly thought, oh, I'll do that. I'll, I'll start it. I'll start my own kids' classes. So, about 10 years ago, I started Little Tots Workshop, and that was kids' classes for preschoolers um, from sort of walking up to four years old. And we'd do a little ballet class and we'd do a little music class. So, it was mainly about teaching them the basics of ballet, teaching them how to move, um, social skills, rhythm, you know, waiting their turn. So, not just learning to dance and sing but just life skills you know how to make yeah. friends stand in a line stand in a line do you know what a line is take uh, turns take turns wait your turn no it's not your turn yet so um you know they're super cute though and i've loved doing that and i'm still doing that now i still i take 10 classes those a week across the local area wow 
Um, so that's amazing. I've also um, got my own adult classes. I teach an adult jazz class, um, which is I love because I have a fantastic group of people, mixture of ages. So I think the youngest probably mid twenties, uh, latest is probably. 17, knocking 17. An amazing bunch of ladies. We've had one guy as well <laughs> come in and join us. Um, and we do a mixture of styles, so it can be pop, Charleston, 70s, Motown, uh, musical theatre. And we change it up so every couple of weeks we learn a new routine. And what I love about it is that it's you can have a really crap day, you can be really low, tired, can't be bothered, you know, just general stuff. And then you go to the class and you don't think about anything for an hour you just dance and you yeah. learn a routine and you come out and you just oh it just feels much better and we have a giggle with a social night so that's lovely i teach an adult pilates class now once a week which is lovely because it's a different vibe altogether you know pilates is so good for general health as your sister knows um yes, very well so um so that's lovely um and i was life's been great we've you know very lucky but, my husband who's amazing you know working hard for us and, and and I'm loving my job and the girls are doing well at school and everything's cool and um yeah I think it was 2019 um I got asked by our by the local company boss um to choreograph Chicago for them which was going to be put on in 2020 and I was a bit like oh Oh, well, like a bit of fossey. Love a bit of fossey. Um, and I was I was a bit daunted, don't get me wrong. I thought, like, oh, I haven't done anything on that scale for a long time. You know, I choreographed different routines week after week and everything else. But it's different doing a whole company kind of thing. And uh, but I thought, no, I, you know, challenges are good. It's good to push your boundaries and do different things and meet different people. And I, I've got a friend, a really good friend of mine, Amy, who you also know who um, we used to dance together with as well and I spoke to Amy and said look I've been asked to do this how do you feel about doing it with me because um, I know she really loves dancing she doesn't do it anymore so much but she and I just thought she'd be really good to get involved so we took it on and we started rehearsals and it was all going well and it was all looking lovely and we were loving being back in the rehearsal studio again and really excited to be part of a big production and then we got COVID, or the whole world got COVID, yeah. and everything was shut down. And we were poo. And the show obviously didn't happen, it was cancelled. And But both of us were like, oh, <laughs> you know, we were really excited about doing it again. And it had really stirred up something inside us both, like got my juices flowing again, right? Definitely, you yeah, definitely. And I was just, and it was not just the choreography and the dance, it was being part of a group that is like-minded everybody's got the same passion the same goal you're working together to put something amazing on it's the costumes it's the makeup it's the lights it's the crew it's the whole shebang and when it didn't happen I was so gutted but it made me think Do you know what when I can get an opportunity I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna I'm gonna try again because it's been a long time. I'd had a few setbacks over the years as well, which I didn't mention before. I had laryngitis a few times in a, in a short space of time, and that really affected my voice and my confidence. It made me think I can't sing like I used to. I can't I can't do it anymore, and it doubted myself. So 
I think that put me off for a long time as well. It was 17 years that I didn't do anything wow. performing wise in front of a, a big audience in a company. Like I've done, like I say, done the odd gig here and there, but not a big production. So it was quite scary um, putting myself out there again. And the audition, my first audition, I was. Won't, won't. I, I did need the toilet beforehand, I won't lie. Um, <laughs> but, but afterwards, and, and just, I had a little part to start with and get my teeth into, and it was a great little part. It was really fun, um, and I loved every minute of it. Um, like I say, the whole shebang. And finally got back on stage in May last year, sort of two years after. No, two years. Yeah, two years after it, I kind of started thinking about doing it again. So, yeah, it's taken a long time to get there. And then, because the May show, which was Shrek, went really well and made some lovely friends and got my confidence in myself again, thinking, okay, I I hadn't done it for a long time. Can I still do it? Is it still in me? You know, is the performer still there? And it was just like coming home. You get on that stage, the lights are there. Even in rehearsals, you're loving the whole rehearsal and you can feel it brewing and building the building. But so you get on that stage and it's like a light turning on. For me, that's how it feels. I think, where has it been all my life? Oh my God, I miss it so much. And it's just the adrenaline, it's the, it's the, the, passion, the passion in me for it. I can't, you know, can't not do it now. So, and then because I did that, a few people said, oh, you should go for a part, go for a, go for a big part next time. And I just thought, yeah, go for it never know might not get it doesn't matter i'll be someone in the back in the background whatever i don't care just to be part of, of this company would be amazing so and then luckily it worked out okay and i, I got them i got one of the lead roles which was brilliant surprising but brilliant and it was a great a great opportunity and i had great people to play opposite and feed off which is really important and really helpful <laughs> um, and we had we had a brilliant time um, and I'm really glad I did it so I'm I'm just glad that I had the courage more than anything and I didn't let those doubts creep in and think that I might look stupid or I might fall flat my face in heels not dancing in them for 20 years or I might hit a bum note uh, which I probably did a few times <laughs> uh, but I think as well being older now I'm nearly 44. Um, I, I kind of got to a point and think, I don't really care. You kind of feel it's quite liberating. When you're at college and you're young, you you do have the confidence in your ability. It's funny. Like physically, you think, I can spin, I can leap, I can split, and I can get my leg up to my ear roll and I can do all this. When and you, but when you're older, you think I can't do all those things quite like I used to. <laughs> but I, I'm not really frightened. I, I do what I can do, and that's what I can do. And and I just enjoy it. And and you think, don't. It's having that confidence, isn't it? And and, and a lot of people probably listen and think, oh my god, how do you get up there? A lot of people say that to me. How do you get up there in front of those people? I don't know. I don't know how I do it. But I just know that if I didn't do it, I wish I had. And, and it was kind of like seeing my girls grow up. Like I say, they really love dance. They really love singing and drama. They're both quite into art. Um, and I'd never try and force it on them. Like, 
you know, some people might think, oh, you're doing, they're doing it because your mum does it. It's not, it's, they really love it. They really, really enjoy it. And I've always said to them, the minute you think, I don't want to go dancing today, or I don't want to do this today, then we stop it. Because there's no point doing anything if you're not enjoying it. And it saved me some money. <laughs> um, but... But seeing them get up there, I just thought, you know, I don't want to get to 60 or whenever and think, why didn't I ever do it again? You know, why do I, I don't want to live with regrets. And I want to show my girls that if you really love something and you're passionate about something and you've got it in you and it's burning to do it, then you've just got to do it and follow your dreams. And, you know, it's not, for me, it's not about the fame or the adoration or any of that rubbish. It's just, it just makes me happy. It gives me joy you know and it makes me I feel like since doing the shows I feel like a stronger person again because I feel like I've kind of been just just kind of you know living life and happy and it's not like I've been miserable like I don't want people to think oh she's just she's not happy or depressed or anything like that it's, it's just like it's uncovered this this passion in me that has been kind of simmering for a long time but I haven't had the opportunity to do it and um, I just thought, no, I need to, I need to do it. And I want to, like I say, want to show the girls life's never too short. Life's too short, sorry. You need to go and do what makes you happy. And COVID really made me think, I don't want to waste any more time. And you're here as you've got as long as you've got. Do what you can do. Don't have regrets. You know, just live your life to be happy. And I've waffled on. <laughs> sorry. No, brilliant. <laughs> do, do, do you know what? As you were talking. I and you were talking about being in the theatre and you know from a very young age I loved the theatre I remember we were both in the theatre together we would do dress rehearsals and all and just being in the theatre and around the theatre it does like you said it feels like coming home and even even just hearing you talk about it I can physically feel my tummy just doing these little cartwheels because I just I, I just love it you know I went to the theatre this week and just stepping into the theatre the atmosphere the little buzz about it you know all the build up to that performance you know it is just you know if if you can get that emotional connection that, that you have with the theatre or live performance or, you know, whether it's sport or anything like that, you know, you have all this preparation and you have this build up and then, you know, like in football, the game is yeah. the show, isn't it? Yeah. You know, that, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's where you're going out on your stage and performing. Yeah. And, you know, in the theatre that you're physically performing on the stage there mm -hmm. and it is it's, it's everything it's the crew it's the backstage people it's the community and the company that yeah. that are there it's it's, it's the support of the, of the people <sighs> that you're with isn't it and they understand it and the confidence they have in you and the way you bounce off of people and the different people you meet can change your whole um you know the way you perform you know like depends it what i love about it is that i could go in one day and do something and then i think oh no actually he said that line in that way so i might change my line to react from him and it's working together and finding the way that you 
perform best. I love that. And developing role, you know, you go in there week one and by the end of it, you're completely, you are that person. Like I felt at the end of the show week, I was Phyllis. I was quite a moody cow. Um, <laughs> you, know. you did it very well. Uh, oh, well, yeah, I have a lot of characters. Um, but no, it's it was... I just love the whole the whole thing and the kind of it's kind of like a um, fantasy world isn't it it's like you go in there and you drop your date your nine to five my nine to five I'm very lucky because I've got my kids classes which I adore and I adore seeing the kids grow and develop and sending them off to school happy confident little munchkins that can skip and dance happily and think you know and um it's not like I'm, I'm not enjoying that at all, but it's just nice to do this thing that is for me and that develops my confidence in myself. Um, and for people to say, oh, you know, you, you were really good or, you know, I like this or I didn't like that or whatever. And just help coming together as, as, as a company. I just love the whole thing. So I'm really glad that I that I've done taken that big step, really. And yeah, I guess my message to people is, if you're thinking about doing something, just just do it. Don't worry about looking an ass <laughs> or doing it wrong or, you know, it doesn't matter. If you're long, would you regret doing it and maybe not doing it brilliantly but learning from it or would you regret not having at least having a go? And I, I'm one of these people that I find it really hard to say no if someone says, oh, could you do this? Or could you, could you cover this class? Or could you, could you do this today? And even if I think, oh my God, I haven't taught like a while ago, can you cover like elementary tap? Bloody hell, I haven't done elementary tap since I was like 20. Um, and I don't know the, the syllabus, but yes, yes, I can. I can do <laughs> something with these girls. Um, so it's having that, it's giving yourself that belief in yourself that you can just just grab opportunities when you're when you're given them and life throws something at you don't think oh, can i do it just think yeah 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 i'm just sort of thinking back to when you know i was at college and you like you were saying earlier you know you you go through college you come out of college and you're this sort of like very shiny keen thing to sort of go out there and you know I can do this I can do that you know and it's and it's really sort of you go into the big wide world all of a sudden that safety net of being in college as a performer is is gone and 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 you go into this big wide world and you think oh you know I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it I'm gonna be on that stage Mm. and you know I've recently been studying a lot about mindset and about growth mindset and fixed mindset and fixed mindset is very much about you know based on I suppose people base it on their talent and what they have and and I will say this aloud I think when I was um, a dancer when I was young I was quite talented you and that's why I sort of Laura. sort of you went a into it dancer, which is why I think <laughs> it's never too late she'll make me do it by the end Lara was an amazing dancer and yeah I used to literally cry watching her backstage because she's just gorgeous <laughs> so, yes. um, and then reading and then you know when I finished college I sort of had this I suppose this expectation you know I was this 20 year old tw- finished college went out into the big wide world and I sort of had this expectation that I was I was going to be on the stage I was going to yeah. 
yes. getting West End, I was going to do it. Yeah. And what I found difficult at that time was the knockbacks. Mm-hmm. You know, you would go to an audition and I remember going to one particular audition and I think it was for like Joseph or something like that. And they wanted four. They wanted four girls. Yeah. And there were six of us. I got down to the last six. And we were put in groups of two, um, determined on our height. Right. And so I was in the smaller group. So I was in the shorter, I was with the shorter two. There was like a medium sized two. And then there was two tall girls. And then they sort of brought the boys in and was like matching up with boys. And then they brought the costume person in talking about actually the costume. And, and I was yeah. just like, is this seriously coming down to uh, yeah. whether I'm going to fit in the costume or not? Yeah. Yeah. And I was just, that really, really knocked me mm. because I just thought, these are my passions. This is, mm. I've lived yeah. to be a dancer and to express myself on the stage at such a level. And I've worked so hard. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me this is coming down to whether I'm going to fit in that costume or not. Yeah. And it was so difficult for me it's to take. Because there's nothing you can do about it. There was you can't absolutely nothing. change your height. You can't no. change the way you look. You can't change your hair colour. You know, um, Lottie's just gone through it now because my little one, she auditioned for Panto this year and she did it last year, had the best time of her life and she loved every minute of it. This year she went for Panto and she didn't get it. And apart from two others that were way too tall, all the other kids in her group last year got the Panto. Yeah. And, she didn't. and it knocked her for six and she's still you know still struggling with it now I mean she she's she's dealing with it okay but I think she even though I always said to her don't expect it because you can't guarantee nothing in life is guaranteed it's about what they want on the day what they see on the day you might be the best dancer in the room but if you don't match up with everyone else it might not happen and it did that's what happened she was not the right height not the right coloring whatever there's absolutely no way you shouldn't have you know what I mean she could you can't control a lot of that can you no and that's what the hard thing is and it was so hard seeing her go through it what I had to go through years ago and it's much harder seeing your child go through it maybe because yes. I'm older now but for me it was like a kick in the teeth oh god I'm ginger they don't want gingers or whatever you know but um, seeing your child and trying to explain to an 11 year old it's not because you can't do it because they know you can do it you did it last year and smashed it it's just because of who else is in that room on the day and the overall look of the picture that they're trying to put together and she's like I can't change what I look like no you can't darling yeah that's life and that's the way it is and and if you want to be a dancer this is this is the hard lesson to learn now yes it's a tough industry I think if you want to go into the industry you have to be so tough and so committed and resilient you have to be resilient and just not try to take it personally you know just think okay I can't change that I did my best I went in there I didn't fall on my face you know I did a good routine I sang well not my day and then you just got to try and draw a line under it and try again and it's really it's really hard but you know and it, after a while I, I I totally get you that's why I got kind of fed up a bit after a while because you just think okay I've done this and I've done a bit of that and I've done a bit of that but I, I just want a bit of an easier life 
<laughs> yeah. You know, and when when I met John and I stopped doing the singing every night, I was like, okay, I'm quite happy just have a bit of normal for a while. And I worked as an estate agent for like five years when I had my girls when they were little. And it was actually quite nice just going in, doing my job, looking around people's houses, being nosy, going home again. You know, <laughs> I didn't have all the kind of stress of it. It was just like a, a normal job. I did a lot of bar work in between just to make money, you know, and, 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 and I used to enjoy that because it was social. I've always been quite a social person. So that was that was all fun. Um, but like I say, now I'm in a place where it's not about like doing it for a living, you know, unless maybe when my girls are older, I might think, oh, I'm going to get myself on the journal. You know, I'm like, I do you know, I, well, that was what a question I was yeah. going to ask you, actually. <laughs> do you think that, that one day you will return has it given you returning to your passion? This is an old Doc Cotton. <laughs> <laughs> Doc Cotton. Doc Cotton's long lost sister. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, I, I, it's something I haven't ruled out, but at the minute, I, I've got enough on my plate at the minute. Yeah. You know, I, I love my teaching um, and I love, I, I spend most of my life when I'm not working running my girls around to their dance classes or wherever they've got to be. So it's not feasible at the minute, but maybe when they're older and I've got more time on my hands, I might think, oh, I, I could be an extra on doctors or something, you know. Yeah. Um, make a bit of pocket money you know I, I, I don't know if I'd go for West End stuff because I, I don't feel like I'm that calibre anymore but I, I but I could possibly do something small scale maybe time allows and it, you know depends how life goes doesn't it but something I wouldn't rule out and it's something I didn't think I'd go down that route again but you have to be quite you know you and for that sort of stuff you kind of think like can you be in London tomorrow at six o'clock in the morning mm, not really you yeah. know you have to you have to be like available don't you all the time. yeah but the minute it wouldn't work but I'm happy just doing what I'm doing getting my little fix from these shows and maybe if there's auditions elsewhere that I think oh I like that show I might do that but it's it's nice that I've got that confidence back again and I, I kind of believe myself and you feel like you know people can relate to this in that as you have kids growing up you are mummy 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 and that's amazing it's the best feeling in the world to be a mum and, and to have two lovely girls who I adore um, but you do feel like you lose a bit of yourself. You yes. Know, you're like, it's only really when me and John go out <laughs> for a night out on our own, or which is very rare, or, or we go out with friends and you think, we're Sarah and John, no? Sarah and John, we're not mum and dad. Um, and you get a bit of your identity back and a bit of yes. your old spark back, you know? Um, so, and that's what it's like. That's what I feel like doing the shows has given me. I feel like I've got a bit of my old, my old confidence back again which is lovely you know it's, um, as you get older sometimes you lose a bit of that don't you you just, think, you just plod on and you, don't, and you don't really know what you're going to do as you get older but I think no I know exactly what I want to do when I get older I want to do more I'm more yeah <laughs> yeah because so, gives you that sort of drive doesn't it and I think yeah. sometimes we put our own things aside we we forget you know we, we become adults we start taking on mortgages we have to pay bills and we have children and things like that and responsibilities you know everything our I suppose pleasures and our passions are sort of just put to the side and when you get to a point where you can ignite them again actually that really gives you some drive because otherwise you know being here you're you're just you're just here to pay the bills you're here to look after other people you're here to go to work and 
if, if your work <laughs> if your work isn't your passion yeah then you need to be doing something that is your passion well, you, you know if, invest time in yourself and that's so important you know whether it's whether it's not being in a musical whether it's going for a regular walk with your mates whether it's going for a tennis game or or whatever my mum plays scrabble once a week with all her old cronies and she loves it you know they have a good old gas bag cup of tea bit of cake <laughs> um, and that's her time that's her with her mates and I said yeah you just find something you know um that that makes you feel happy and 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 yeah, definitely, definitely do something for you. Everybody yeah. needs something for themselves. And um, it's not it's not being afraid of that either, no. because you know if you're too self conscious about it, you know you're it's you're only holding yourself back. Yeah. Um, in that, and it's just like, do you know what? Just give it a go. If you've been thinking yeah. about doing it, if you've been thinking about joining a club, you know you've been you've been along to to something and you've seen something that you'd like to do or you know a friend if you don't you know just go along and, and even if you can't even if you feel like you're not confident to get involved on a level of you know being up there on the stage for example you know join the backstage crew join the backstage do crew the props. do, do props you know, do just costumes being involved, involved yeah in that whole theater world is another it's another dimension it's like you go back you look, like you said earlier the minute you walk backstage you get that smell you get the costume <laughs> just the i mean the toilets haven't changed in the media <laughs> center since we were about five but they're still the same um but you know you get that whole buzz the like the whole venue the whole place walking into an empty auditorium when you're going yeah. in for the dress run and sitting yeah. there with your packed lunch thinking oh we're getting up on that stage <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> and and i know amy won't mind me saying but she she was really scared about doing it again she's had a long break as well and more not so much the dance because she's always she hasn't really danced for a long time but she's always been able to dance but she was worried about the singing side of things because for these shows it's everyone sings obviously yeah. she was like I can't sing I don't want to sing I said but you won't have to sing as long as you can open your mouth and look yeah. like you're singing at the right time <laughs> um, then you'll be fine oh you've and given away a, a secret now yeah 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 <laughs> just mine uh, I think she was singing bless her but I just you know you don't have to be the world's best singer to be in the chorus if you as long as you can sing a bit and hold the tune and look like you're singing and you know she's an amazing dancer so she got so much from it from doing the show and and her confidence went through the roof that week and she was at the end of it she was like right uh, my husband wants to book a ski holiday, but I'm not doing anything until I know when the next show is. <laughs> and I was like, that's amazing. Because a few months ago, we were like, I don't know if I can do it. You know, I'm a bit worried about the singing kind of thing. But seeing her up on that stage was just like, and, and your sister, you know, yeah. Dee it, it has been amazing support for me as well. She was she was the one who, who convinced me to do it. She was like, she got up there because obviously Chicago didn't happen. Then they did a show in the interim, and which I couldn't do at the time. I, I, I didn't get involved in, and Dee did. And I went to watch Dee in it, and I was like, I wish I'd bloody done it. Um, <laughs> and she said, you've got to do the next one, you've got to do the next one, you've got to do the next one, you've got to do the next one. Let the flea in my ear. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Uh, and thank God she did, because now I'm like, right, no stopping me. I'm going to keep going as long as I can. Because I just think as well, health, you know, you know more than anybody, You've got to do stuff while your body allows you to do it and i think if i can dance a bit and i can sing a bit and you know i'm going to use it while i can because who knows what's around the corner who yeah. knows what's happen tomorrow? just just live life um while you can yeah i'm just thinking about you know even just talking about it now and like i'm getting those that feeling in my tummy of being in the theater and you know i'm, I'm even going to the theater again i've got 
full on theatre week. I'm going to theatre on on uh, on Saturday. What are you going to watch? <laughs> I'm going to see Magic Mike live. <laughs> can I come? I cannot uh, wait. <laughs> have you seen it before? No, never. No, I've seen it. I went with my heavily pregnant. No, yeah, yeah, my heavily pregnant sister at the time. And um, we were stood up, there's this uh, in the, uh, is it the Hippodrome uh, in London? Yes, yeah, yeah, that's where we're going. They were up, up in the gods and they've got like these bar stalls and me and my sister were like perched. My sister, who's like out here with her massive tummy about to drop, she 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 was like perched on this um, stool. <laughs> this guy, they come around the audience at one point, hopefully not really inspired for you, but they come around and occasionally they might grab the odd person who wants to have a little wiggle wiggle smoochy smoochy with you know it's like all the girls are like how disgusting uh, oh yeah it's all yeah so anyway you've got my sister up and she oh no her around and she was like oh <laughs> you've got a massive baby about to come out of your body uh and that that just stayed with me forever but it you will enjoy yourself it's a very good show you will appreciate the tap I'll just great good great tap routine in it you won't, you won't notice the naked bodies at all. You'll be watching. Oh no, them. I'm there for the tap. You're there Definitely. For the tap all day long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, yeah, just even just talking about it, getting ex- getting excited about mm. it. You know, it's that it's that adrenaline yeah. that that creates that drive. That mm. you know, it's like it's like that good adrenaline release mm. as opposed to the stress adrenaline that yeah. that that makes you. It, it's Function. like. Yeah, you know. yeah. It, it, it's feeding yeah. you. It's fulfilling you, isn't it? It's mm. filling up your heart. It's yeah. it's it's helping yeah. all in that way. I love I love just going to watch a show. Like, yes, I can't remember when I'm going to see the next one. I think the next one is probably the Christmas concert. We've got a few things in the pipeline. A couple of things at Chichester for the New Year, which is nice. And yeah, but I just love the whole, like you say, the whole journey, the whole trip. Because you, when you've done it yourself, you appreciate every side of it. You think, Five minute. This is your five minute. Cue. You know, this is your five, five minute call. Beginners to the stage. Beginners <laughs> to the stage. So you can imagine it all going on, but and, you know the lights go down. Ooh, it's all—it's just brilliant. I just—I love it. So yeah, it's, I can't imagine not not doing it again now. It's like when you know when you're a kid and you've got that passion, mm. and it's just so exciting, and your whole world is about that. You know, you can't sleep at night because you're so excited no. that that's going to happen the next day, and when you're up on that stage and you're doing that thing you don't have a care in the world no you don't have a care in the world at all don't think about the MP or whatever no I remember and... one incident we were, did you, you did Cinderella didn't you yeah the Moody Centre do you remember mm-hmm. when I was always ill and so over Christmas I'd always get a bug or I'd always be ill one year I had I had really bad breathing problems with my asthma and I was having asthma attacks and I had a nebulizer in the dressing room so I'd oh. literally have this mask on my face going <gasps> Like a Darth Vader, and then go on in the next oh, no. minute. And then one year I was really ill. We were doing the ballroom scene, and we had these big, heavy dresses on that weighed a ton. And the lights, obviously, the ballroom scene. You're standing there for about four weeks, you know, uh, <laughs> under the lights, and it's really hot and sweaty. And I wasn't feeling well at all. I was feeling sick, and I just remember like swaying and rocking, thinking I need to go on stage. I'm going to boot. I'm going to boot, and I sort of just drifted off <laughs> into the wings with a big smile on my face, and just went. <laughs> and then I was like. I'll go back on now and I was, but that 
was that was a couple of shows I remember, but you, you kind of like I can't not go on. I couldn't, you know. Yeah. Um, nowadays, obviously, you can't. Oh, you've got a sniffle, you can't do a show. Yeah. You know, um, that that was a mentality. You think, well, if I'm dying, I've got to go on stage. But, um, yeah, it's a bit different now. We're all a bit. We're all a bit. I think. I think a lot of people aren't as resilient, aren't as tough. They just think. Oh, to get the under study to go on tonight. But I did, I, it took me a lot not to do a show. I wanted yeah. to be on that stage. Yeah, yeah. because you, you step into, it's almost like you can be, you know, in normal everyday life, you might not be someone who's very confident at all, but you step onto that stage and you just become somebody, the person who you, you know, yeah. you really want to be. And it's, you know, your focus is exactly what you're doing at that time yeah. no matter what the stresses and things are going on in the outside world I really for you believed I was grumpy the dwarf you know I I embodied grumpy the dwarf I also embodied Tudamore as one of the um what are they called with the big noses wombles you know I've done not just really glamorous parts but you know I've been a womble for Christ's sake I've been a I've been a all sorts of skin work which is hideous in fact one funny story I remember I think it was which one was it? I might have, oh no, it might was Care Bears. Did you do the Care Bears? No, but I no. I know what you're going to say because I can know what happened. <laughs> was it Alison who did it? I think so. I think yeah. it was Alison. I think it was a girl called Alison. We were, we were dressed as Care Bears. We had these big, blooming, great big costumes on massive heads that was like oh, huge. And inside you have like this helmet, this crash helmet to wear on. Um, Good job. And- yeah, and, uh, and then you kind of peer out of these really like gauze eyes. You can hardly see anything, especially with the light shining at you. But underneath your helmet, you have like, we had cotton wool that was like padding to protect your head because they were quite hard and where the heads were so big, they'd rattle around and, and, and it really hurt your head. It was, you know, it was really glamorous this kind of show as well. Um, but yeah, we had this helmet on and this poor girl, Alison, I just never forget her. We were in the middle of this dance routine, care bears, care bears, or whatever we were doing, kicking the legs around. And I just saw at the corner of my eye this care bear coming forward out of line. Thinking, Where the hell is she going? What is she doing? Come back. And it's too late. Off the front of the stage, landed in the front row of the audience. Literally. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Alison, quick. We like scooped her up, put her back on. But oh, yeah, a few, few episodes like that over the years of funny little. Funny little anecdotes. But yeah, yeah I remember. Time. There was another one, episode with one of the dwarfs. Yeah, I was going to say, was, oh. you and me were sitting in the dressing room talking, and yeah. it was like, dwarfs, this is your um, call for the dwarfs, call oh, for the dwarfs. And, and, then, and then you now. went, I'll go in a minute. And then we're sitting there chatting <laughs> in the dressing room, and then you just heard this, I ho, I ho. You were like, oh. And so they literally ran. They'd already gone on without me. So it was Snow White and the Six Dwarfs for you one heard number. this little kid going, there's only six. <laughs> <laughs> no, because Grumpy's still in the dressing room talking. <laughs> oh, oh, good job you oh. were Grumpy. You should have been like forgetful or something like that, didn't you? <laughs> or dizzy. Oh, no, no, it was so funny. There was lots of funny, funny moments, wasn't it? Uh, I used to love the last night of the Panthers. Remember when the crew used to play jokes on it? Oh, like, and they used love to it. hide things around the stage. We used to spot the teddy bear or spot something else or whatever. Oh, it's just, we had the best time, didn't we? It was and very it was good. Fun. Yeah, I, I love it. It's, you know, every time I return to that, and I think, you know, for, for anyone, when you return to something that you love, it does, it just fills you up inside and you know do it more often because 
you know, we stress ourselves out with our everyday lives and it's to return to your passions. I think, you know, I'm all for it because it just reminds you of who you are and, 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 you know, the reason you're here. If you're not going to live your passions, goodness me, what, what are you doing while you're here? If you're given a talent, if you're given the music, you know, as well, like don't hide your light under a bushel, get out there and show what you've got. You know, there's some, Lara, amazing dancers out there (laughs) that aren't doing it anymore. Um, My kitchen sees it all the time. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, just, yeah, if if you're lucky enough to have a, a talent for something, try and try and use it to the best of your ability. Like, that's why I love my jazz classes, because I might not be performing all the time, but it's still creative. It's still making me think and use my skills that I worked hard on. I trained for a long time. You know, why not use what you got? you know and and then passing on to the younger generation that's really fulfilling as well yeah so you know it's it's good it's good to do what you love is good and like like i said life is never it's never too late to grab grab life and go for it never never too late so sarah with your classes and things where how can people get in contact with you if they want to come along to a class or or bring a tot along or whatever have you got an email uh like a facebook page or a website or anything like that yeah you can find me on facebook for little ones classes which um like i say we have loads of fun we then use loads of props like scarves ribbons shakers um teddy bears and it's really fun really fun and friendly classes so they're running in Faulkner, chichester Feltham, um different areas locally and you can find my facebook page which is uh, little tots workshop so if you just look for Little Tots Workshop on Facebook, you will find me. Um, and then my classes for adults is Sarah's um, Adult Fitness Classes. So you should be able to find that on Facebook as well. And they run jazz runs on Thursday nights in Bognor. But you can always um, just find me, Sarah Calendar, on Facebook and drop me a message um, that way as well and um, inquire. So, yeah, it'd be nice Brilliant. to see you. Lovely. Thank you, Sarah, for your oh, for this conversation. Always it's... nice. We could talk forever, couldn't we? Like? Yeah, we could. We, we probably will carry on till about tea time. <laughs> it's just totally yeah. It's it's filled me up today. This conversation. So thank you. It takes me back Pleasure. to the good old days. My place of love and passion. And you know, if we can keep going in those directions, then then that's yeah. great. Definitely brilliant. So thank you so much. And thank you to everybody who's listened. Um, This is Creating a Greater Perspective. And I will see you next time. Take care.